dagen. Vanaf komende maandag 8 juni mogen alle basisscholen weer helemaal opengaan, zo heeft het kabinet besloten. Haagse bronnen bevestigen dat. Voor het kabinet zelf stond die datum al gepland, maar de regering wachtte nog even af hoe het dagelijkse aantal coronabesmettingen zich zou gaan ontwikkelen. Nu er geen nieuwe golf lijkt aan te komen, kunnen de basisscholen dus weer open. Volgens RIVM-baas Van Dissel verspreidt het coronavirus zich nauwelijks via kinderen, maar vooral via volwassenen. De Amerikaanse president Trump zegt dat er geen demonstranten bij de St. Johnskerk in Washington zijn weggestuurd, zodat hij daarna bij die kerk met een bijbel kon worden gefotografeerd. Ook ontkent Trump dat er traangas zou zijn ingezet, wat volgens veel demonstranten en aanwezige journalisten wel degelijk gebeurd is. De manier waarop Trump met de Black Lives Matter demonstraties omgaat, zet sowieso veel kwaad bloed. Hij zou met zijn fotoactie de kerk misbruiken en geweld juist verder stimuleren. En het aantal coronapatiënten op de intensive care afdelingen is het afgelopen etmaal met 38 opnieuw flink gedaald. Op dit moment liggen er nog 116 mensen met COVID-19 op de IC's. In Duitsland liggen geen Nederlandse patiënten meer. Op de verschillende IC-afdelingen liggen nu 514 patiënten met andere klachten dan de gevolgen van het coronavirus. Het weert is wisselend bewolkt en nog lang warm. Er waait een matige tot vrij krachtige wind uit richtingen tussen west en noord. Vannacht komt er meer bewolking, dan wordt het een graad of 12. Morgen is het wisselvallig, valt er op veel plaatsen regen en ligt de temperatuur tussen de 14 en 18 graden. Tot zover het radionieuws. U luistert naar RTV Maastricht. You look into my eyes, I go out of my mind. I can't see anything, cause this love's got me blind. I can't help myself, I can't break the spell. I can't even try. I'm in over my head, you got under my skin. I got no strength at all in the state that I'm in. And my knees are weak and my mouth can't speak Fell too far this time Baby, I'm too I lose my mind 
Sugar Babes to Lust in You. Welcome in another episode of Student Radio Maastricht here at RTV Maastricht 107.5 FM. I am Katinka here with Sachit. Hello. Welcome. Um, yeah, sitting outside again. I liked recording outside uh, last week or so uh, on my balcony right now. And uh, almost in the sun. Uh, and we're going to talk about sugar addiction today. That's so, right. Yeah, I'm very curious about that. I have my sugar-free drink actually in front of me. <laughs> so, yeah, Sachi, you wanted to talk about sugar addiction. I like the topic, but why? Why do you want to talk about this? Why do I want to talk about sugar? Because I love it. Ha <laughs> 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 No, the, the thing is that... Um, <clears throat> so, you know, we've been hearing about people going sugar-free for, for quite a few years. Yeah. And I think the first time I was conscious of sugar was when I, I've been baking for many years. And at some point, I, I wanted to make a pound cake, right? And a pound cake is uh, for the uninitiated. It's a pound of sugar, a pound of flour, and a pound of butter. Oh, my God. So it sounds great. It, <laughs> sounds, it sounds amazing, and it is really great. But the first thing I did was to reduce the butter because, you know, a pound of butter. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, you thought about the fat first. Yeah. yeah. But then I thought about the sugar. And, you know, I think I, I used like half the, the required sugar because, you know, I customized my recipes for myself. And it was still way too sweet. Yeah. Yeah. And then I went on this whole binge of, you know, how much sugar do we really want in our food? And then a few friends of mine went sugar free. And uh, actually, when I moved here to study, I um, just I, I just ended up going sugar free without even trying because I, I just didn't buy any sweet things. Not not because I hated them or anything. It's just that I didn't want to want to eat them. Mm. And uh, as people who've gone sugar free would also, you know, notice at some point you stop missing the taste of sugar. Definitely. That's also why I like the the addiction part of this episode. Yeah. Because I think that, well, we are as a society just addicted to sugar. It's, Absolutely. It's everywhere. It's so difficult to not eat sugar. I mean, I don't tend to eat sugar-free, but if I can, um, well, like you said, I don't really buy a lot of sweets uh, and I always cook for myself, so I don't really have like processed food or anything. Right. As a vegetarian, that is, I mean, hard to start with. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but it's everywhere. You can just not get around. And for me, and that's also why I'm really excited uh, to talk about this with you. Growing up, my parents have always been very aware of that. Yeah. Especially my, my dad and my stepmom, they're very into biological food and eating healthy and doing a lot of research in that for themselves. So the awareness for me has always been there. But then when I look at the people around me, I mean, the amount of energy drinks and the amount of just, you know, a snack at night or something, food in between, there's, it's, so, it's crazy. Yeah. Sugar is everywhere. Uh, and, and you see it as well when people try to reduce it, where they're like, oh, I drink so much energy drink, let's just stop doing that for a week. Yeah. That it's really hard, actually. It is surprisingly difficult. I remember at one point I, I had a really busy week coming and I was like, okay, let me buy a bunch of like, you know, uh, meal bars, you know, like, yeah. like yeah, yeah, snack yeah. bars. And I couldn't find ones with little or no sugar. And, you know, it, it was it was surprisingly difficult to find processed food that wasn't sweet. Yeah. <clears throat> it's insane. I mean, is it even possible? I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think so. Because no. it's also the the ingredient sugar on the one hand it makes you addicted to it makes you like something naturally yeah because if it has sugar in it we just crave it but yeah. it also makes sure that it stays good longer yeah oh my god there's something playing around here <laughs> it's a bee it's a bee yeah all right the bees heard our discussion of sugar and wants yeah. to contribute about honey you know they're like sugar sugar where's my sugar <laughs> they love it as well yeah um but natural sugars are a lot better than artificial sugars yeah. Yeah. They're better, but also they're, they're not they're not they're not something you can just 
eat or drink or whatever yeah. indiscriminately. You still have to watch your sugar intake, even if it's fructose or, you know, honey or whatever. But, and that's another thing that you notice when you go sugar-free, that when you get back to having even natural sugars, natural sugars, they taste sweet, but they taste a lot better than, than white sugar, than processed yeah. sugar. Yeah, so your tolerance for them is still higher than for having actual white sugar in, any, in anything. Yeah, because naturally we don't eat that much sugar. If you look like, I don't know, 2,000, 5,000, a gazillion years back, you gazillion know, when, years when back. we still had to hunt That's for... That's a scientific term. <laughs> yeah, a gazillion years back, when we still had to hunt for our food and look for our food, um, it's it's not around that much no. sugar. No, So that's also why uh, I think I read this some somewhere at some point in my life, but that's also why naturally we, we crave it so much because you're, you shouldn't be around it as much as we are. It shouldn't be that accessible. So if you have it, take a lot because you might not get sugar for another half a year or whatever. Yeah, exactly. The thing is that sugars are really simple protein. Uh, sorry, not protein. Sugars are really simple carbohydrates. So they're really, we yeah. break them down very quickly. And uh, so they're very, um, what do you call it? Well, they're, 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 easy, they're an easy source of energy. Yeah. And out in the wild, the easier the source of energy, the better it is for you to survive. Because, you know, if you eat something that takes a long time to digest and you're out of commission, you know, you can't hunt, you can't run mm. for a while. And sugars are ideal because you can eat it and you'll suddenly be full of energy. Sugar rush, yeah. Sugar rush, exactly. We don't really have that as much, I think, as, as adults. We, I don't know if we get immune to it or whatever, but no. I see it with my nieces. Like, they're, they're three and five now. If you give them some candy, I mean, yeah. it's like crazy hour. After that, they're, they're done for the day. But <laughs> you really see that sugar, sugar rush. Well, I mean, we don't get sugar rushes in that sense, in the psychological sense. I don't think we do. But... Uh Eating sugar does spike your blood glucose levels mm. temporarily, and that's why that's why you end up feeling hungry very quickly right after. Right. Yeah. So I mean, there is a physiological sugar rush, whether or not there is an actual, you know, psychological one or not. Is that psychological for the kids? You think? Good question. We'd have to ask somebody, right? <laughs> yeah, we'd have to ask somebody. Well, we're gonna in our live stream after the show. We're gonna have a bit more of an expert yeah. <laughs> so we're gonna ask her a lot of questions because I do want to know obviously we, we did read up on this uh, some articles but we're more talking about personal experience I think yeah. Wikipedia University yes which is good I mean Google University we, <laughs> we got far with that in life um, let's go into uh, into another song and then talk some more about what we know maybe the scientific part as far as we got or uh, the the industry I would also like to talk about the industry let's behind do the that. sugar yeah, yeah. alright cool um, next song is uh, Dumag Heroin because we are talking about addiction of course <laughs> Nou, dan kon ik er nog bij. Maar heb het leven in 
dat er niemand naar je omkijkt. Je belagert al je vrienden, verneukt je eigen lief. Bestelt je moeder voor een tientje, als je maar je shot krijgt. Heroïne, godverdomme, heroïne, godverdomme, heroïne is een vloek. Heroïne, godverdomme, heroïne, godverdomme, heroïne die dat. So that was Heroin by Dumach. And uh, we're back on our episode about sugar addiction. Yes. So Katinka, why exactly did you choose this, this song? <laughs> yeah, well, first of all, I love Duma. It's one of my favorite Deutsche bands. Um, I tend to say that a lot, but it is. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and uh, I mean, it's, 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 they sing about heroin. Um, heroin Godverdomme, which translates to heroin, goddammit. Yeah. Which for me is very de- much definition of addiction, right? It's, it's like you hate it, but you cannot live without it. It's like craving and then after eating it, feeling bad about it and then go looking for your next fix. Right. Which I think happens with sugar as well. Um, but we don't notice it as much because yeah. it's everywhere. Yeah, exactly. Sugar is um, socially accepted. Yeah, well, on the one hand socially accepted, but also it sneaks up on you, right? Half of the time we don't know what we're eating. It's so difficult to really be aware of what you're eating yeah yeah there's a parallel you can draw to caffeine yeah it's definitely extremely yeah. <laughs> easy to get addicted to caffeine without realizing it yeah and then you and then you're traveling one day and you don't get get your fix of caffeine and you suddenly have a headache yeah. and you wonder why do you have that such it is no <laughs> you only have it during our morning meetings <laughs> <laughs> No, but God it's very it. much that. And because and, I've seen over the years, um, you know, friends of mine or people around me that start dieting just yeah. to lose weight. And that's usually where it starts like, oh, let's cut down sugars and fats. Um, and then they think, let's do a healthy breakfast of yogurt and um, cereal. Yeah. But there's shitloads of sugar in cereal. Yes. And yeah. in the healthy candy bars that they take as a snack, like, I mean, you think muesli bar and as muesli and raisins and whatever, but half of it is just sugar. Yeah. And then, and and then they even add sugar to it as well. Um, of course. So, and, you know, also with fruits, because obviously fruits are healthy, but don't start eating four or five pieces of fruit every day, because that's also a lot of natural sugars. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So I think it's very, very difficult to 
avoid sugar, um, but also to really be aware of how much sugar do I actually eat. Yeah. Do you think there's? Do you think there would be withdrawal from sugar addiction? I don't know. Sorry, do I? Do you think there would be withdrawal from sugar addiction? Uh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. From what I read, uh, sugar has an addictive potential, so and apparently it's as addictive as certain strong narcotics. But of course, since it's a food, it doesn't really it doesn't really work in the same way as drug addiction, right? Yeah, you don't yeah. get like the the complete detoxing, uh, dying, whatever yeah, organs exactly. failing thing. Yeah, yeah, I think I think it's a behavioral addiction rather than a substance addiction. But yeah, I mean, this is this is an emerging field, so we we don't really know. Yeah, but you do see it like emotionally as well. Yeah both physically and emotionally, you know, just energy-wise. Yes. Um, I remember when I worked at the movie theater, one of my colleagues, um, she she definitely had a sugar addiction uh, and also started the, you know, losing weight journey. Uh, she drank like two, two, two and a half liters of Coca-Cola every day. Wow. Which is quite a lot. Uh, after that, didn't really have a healthy diet. So at some point she started working on that uh, and she said it. She's like, oh, when I have my one, because she allowed herself to have one Coke, which is still half a liter. But, yeah. Oh. Um, she's like, oh, every sip, it just makes me so happy. I'm like, right. oh, girl, that's really bad. Like, I really felt for her. We were always in discussions because she was talking that smokers uh, don't live that long because it's so bad and yeah. I'm like but you have a sugar addiction I mean it's also really bad physically yeah, it's, for it's, your body it's but not a lot less because sugar sugar addiction is strongly linked to obesity yeah so absolutely and just mentally it was quite a mental struggle that I saw with her like yeah. the trying not to have that soda and then the craving it obviously it's all around you we worked in yes. a movie theater so the only thing you can buy there is sugar <laughs> basically but th- that's that's a really powerful thing as well when you talk about coke like uh, no, Coca-Cola not cocaine yeah. um, <laughs> potato potato I don't know <laughs> <laughs> yeah but when you talk about like, well um, edited drinks and you know like sodas mm-hmm. they're everywhere as you said like in, in, in theaters especially but there was a point when they were really everywhere and it was very common to drink them and to serve them to guests and everything still i mean i i don't really drink cold drinks yeah. um i just wasn't raised with them i don't like the, the bubbles in it <laughs> it's just not only iced tea that's the only thing i drink but yeah if i don't want to drink a beer there's not much else you can choose from yeah. usually because i don't like the coca-cola seven up i mean it's just not for me and then i don't want to spend like three euros on a bottle of water so right right then yeah. just like nah I'll drink later. I don't yeah. know. There's just no other option. Yeah. It's so weird. I've ordered a, a cup of coffee at 10 o'clock at certain times because of that. Like 10 p.m. Yeah. Yeah. Because then at least you have something to drink. Yeah, exactly. You, Do you put sugar in that then? No. Okay. <laughs> that would defeat the purpose, right? Yeah. Well, I guess so. <laughs> yeah. I oh, yeah. But even if you order like an espresso, you, you get along with it like a candy, you know? Yeah. Sugar is inescapable. Whipped cream here. And I don't know if that's everywhere or... or is it you get it in many places. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's also uh, something you just get with it. And how do you resist whipped cream? What do you... How do you resist whipped whip cream, you know? Yeah, it's you don't. impossible, yeah. You don't. You just, Especially if you get it for free. Like, usually they ask you if you want it, if you yeah. have like a hot drink or something. But with your espresso, you just get it. Yeah. And then it's there. And then you have to, drink, have to have it. Yeah, it's yeah. beautiful. It's nature calling yeah, you. Yeah, look, we're, we're just as addicted as everyone else. <laughs> Definitely. I never said I wasn't. <laughs> I think I'm just lucky. I don't naturally don't eat it as much as the rest. But I think that the both of us even still probably eat too much sugar it's quite likely the guideline is uh, that you shouldn't you know have more than 10% of your energy intake as sugar 
So for me, for instance, uh, my energy intake is between 2,500 and 3,000 calories. Yeah. So that's between 250 and 300 calories of sugar. And I did the math and that's like between five and eight grams of sugar. Um, right. A tablespoon is four grams. So if you eat a cookie, then you're done. About it, yeah. And that also goes for the natural sugars, right? So if you I eat a banana, would, yeah. that also counts as sugar. Because that's also a thing. I don't know if you ever noticed this, but if you look at packaging, the first thing in, in the ingredients is always sugar. Yes. And then after that comes glucose, and then comes like some other gross yeah. thing. Yeah. It's all sugar. They just yeah. name it differently. But sugar usually is in there mentioned like five or six times yeah. <laughs> in different terms. Yeah, but but there's one really cool thing that, that, that I see here in the Netherlands, which is that when you read the breakdown nutritional profile, mm-hmm. then they list the sugars as part of the carbohydrates separately. Yeah. So you yeah. can really calculate how much of what you're eating is sugars as a percentage. Yeah. And I often use that to filter out like, you know, when I'm buying cookies or something like I want to eat a cookie but I don't want to eat a really really sweet one and then you can oh. find one with like the right amount of sugar yeah and also be careful with that because they do still play with the portions yeah. so they would say like with cereals you if you look at the sugar you're like okay I can have a portion and it's not that bad but then a portion they say is 50 grams and if you look at what you eat that's like 200 grams yeah exactly so yeah. there's usually a difference in between that where you kind of get I mean, yeah, tricked in a way. Yeah. <laughs> like the only way to really know is just to weigh your food. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's something I've noticed. I'm like, ah, oh, a portion. But I mean, and I always eat five. If I eat cookies, I eat five or ten. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not going to be the one. <laughs> yeah. But oh. that's the continuous battle we have against, well, well, against capitalism, really. Because companies want you to yeah. eat more of their food. Absolutely. And yeah, goal. that's why they put sugar in it. Because then they, exp- they hope that you get addicted to it. Yeah. Uh, I think it's time for another song, and then after that, we're going to listen to a recording. Uh, yeah, from Wendy. She recorded something from uh, for us. Um, we actually have two recordings for from her, and one of them is about her personal journey uh, in. Well, I wouldn't say her sugar addiction. She didn't say that, but the sugar-free dieting. Yeah, sugar-free eating. So uh, that's really cool. But let's start with a song of Maroon Five, Sugar. Of course. Yeah. I'm
that sugar sweet Don't let nobody touch it unless that somebody's me I gotta be a man, there ain't no other way Cause girl you're hotter than a Southern California day I don't wanna play no games, you don't gotta be afraid Don't give me all that shy shit, no makeup on That's my sugar Radio Maastricht on RTV Maastricht 107.5 FM. I'm Katinka here with Sachit. What's Still? up? Yeah, you didn't leave me yet. Not um, yet. And we're talking about sugar and sugar addiction. I have a recording that I received from uh, Wendy, who I met through Instagram, actually. She popped up on my Instagram and um, yeah, her Instagram is about eating less sugar. So it's called Minder Suikers Go For It, which is less sugar, go for it. Sounds great. To translate half of it. Yeah, and um, she has something to say about her journey of a sugar-free diet. So let's listen to that. Let's hear her. Hello, everyone. I am Wendy. They asked me to tell something about sugar addiction. About two years ago, I started to eat less sugar. Before that time, I tried to lose weight with other diets, but it was not working for me. The first week I started was difficult, but after that I already experienced the benefits. I was losing some weight and I started the Instagram for myself, but also to motivate other people called at Mindesuikers, go for it. The benefits I was experienced were less headache, less hunger and less craving because when I eat sugar on a cheat day, I experienced that I have more hunger during the day, less mood swings, higher and more stable energy level during the day. Last but not least, I already lose more than 25 kilos of weight with this lifestyle. Well, that's uh, insane. Yeah, impressive, (laughs) isn't it? Yeah. No, definitely a big congrats to Wendy that she lost all that weight just with a sugar-free diet. Yeah, that's that's impressive. Yeah, 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 I know it's amazing. And and also, I was very impressed about what she said about the... um, The cheat days? Well, no, not the cheat days that she that she had less headaches, uh, yeah. less of the um, what's mood the swings. Yeah, less mood swings and less, less cravings. Cravings, that's yeah. what I was looking okay. for. <laughs> <laughs> well, but to sum it up, that was it. Um, yeah, and I think that's really good because you see how it improves your health, but it also tells you what the signs are for that sugar addiction that yeah. we usually don't really notice. Mm-hmm. Because cravings is just, you know, you're hungry a few times a day and then you have to eat. So we see that as normal. But a lot of the times I think it's not just normal cravings because we're hungry. Because I don't actually think that, especially here in our ivory tower in the world, (laughs) (laughs) that we're hungry that much. 
No, that's true. We and I think I think that's a good exercise. You know, like figure out when you're actually really hungry. Yeah. Yeah. It feels different, actually. You know, there's this, there's fake hunger, which is often brought on by sugar, as Wendy said. But there's also real hunger, and that feels different. Very different. Yeah. yeah. And also, as Wendy said, you know, uh, on a cheat day, it makes you feel different. And those are also symptoms that you know, when you think back to the time when you ate sugar, you just accept it as maybe this is digestion, and you never realize that you could live without these feelings. Yeah. Yeah, and it's also, you get used to it, right? You don't know, at some point, you don't know the other options or something. You know, this is just life. This is this is what I feel when I'm hungry. This is yeah. just my emotional state. This is just how much energy I have. I think that's also something um, we say a lot. This I just don't have that much energy. I need this energy drink because my job is yes. taking so much from me or whatever. Um, and it's usually not... No, but that's also the psychological factor, right? Yeah. Because sugar is instant gratification. And if your job is taking a lot of out of you, then you want something, you know, some kind of mental quick fix. Yeah, I guess. That's also what I do. I mean, I usually have my yeah, my fruits, smoothies or whatever. But sometimes when I know I'm going to have a long day, I want my energy drink. Yeah. And I take a sugar-free one. Um, but still... That's also a bit of a psychological thing. Like, okay, now I, I had that drink, so yeah. now I can do the work. Right? Yeah, exactly. But let's get back to that later. I want to hear what else Wendy has to say. Yeah, so there's another part of this recording um, where she goes a bit more into the life now. Yeah, all of all of our lives. Oh. So, yeah, interesting. Okay, let's listen. In a lot of foods, they process extra sugar. I don't know why they do that. I think it's not necessary for the taste. It's not strange that people have cravings because they eat the sugar. A lot of products say no sugar added, but if you take a good look, then you see what's really in the food. You can eat a lot of other things without of sugar and carbs. There are a lot of other tastes to experience than only sweet. At this moment, we have the corona pandemic. This also has influence on your lifestyle. People can have stress because of the situation. The normal structures in their lives are falling away. The gyms are closed and some people work from home. So so if you work from home or you don't have things to do, people are going to eat because of boredom and the fridge is nearby and they there is no social judgment from other people at home. Personally, I sometimes find it difficult. I work with mentally disabled persons, so I don't work at home and I still can have a normal day structure. The reason I find it difficult is that I cannot go to the gym. I try to sport at home or I go for a run. Another reason is that the activities to relax are less than before so you cannot unwind easy so my message is try to stay positive stay safe and go for it yes amazing that's some hard-hitting facts there i know she's really throwing it in our faces isn't yeah, she? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah I, I really agree with wendy and that's uh, kind of the second topic of our episode isn't it that the corona crisis has kind of worsened these things for us yeah definitely yeah. when when everything is going when shit hits the fan so to speak you know then you kind then the appeal of your all your vices is so much greater. Yeah, absolutely. We're going to also look into that a bit more in the live stream right after the show. Yeah. Uh, so in our Facebook live stream with some experts, <laughs> so <laughs> they can give us like really hard facts. Um, but I think Wendy really, um, yeah, hit the nail on his head. Right. I agree. It's you're you're getting bored. There's no place to go but the fridge. Um, and it's also you get used to something. Everything's closed. Uh, working out, obviously. Because uh, she's also in this losing weight journey. Um, and then the gym is closed and the motivation yeah. is just gone. I mean, you and I, we started working out outside together. Yeah. Uh, and that, that worked out really well for us. Yeah. But I also see it with other people around us that 
uh, or around me at least, that normally work out so much, like five, six times a week. And now you're just like, why do I go? My yeah, gym's because, not there. My yeah, exactly. Because they have these uh, preset routines yeah. and they're completely interrupted. Yeah. And it takes so much more effort to cre- recreate a new routine just for this new life. And then, you know, there's this hanging expectation of when we'll get back to real life. Yeah, especially life. The, the structure that she mentioned. I think that that's been really hard on us. And when you talk about diet and food, that's a big part of it, right? You go to work, you have your breaks and set times. Yeah. And when that, when that all falls away, for me, it wasn't that big of a problem because I have my own business. So I usually work in my office on my own. Yeah. Now the office was home, but that's not that big of an adjustment. Um, but if you... Yeah, if you go to your work, you meet your colleagues there, you have your half an hour lunch together, and now all of a sudden you're at home all day. That's really different. And I think that's really when when things like this get you. Yeah, for sure. But I think there's a flip side to this, which is that, you know, um, we have a limited amount of mental energy. I mean, it's just like physical energy. You have lots of it. But at some point, you have to give yourself a break. Definitely. Yeah. And... uh, I think it, it, it can be instructive to sometimes realize that you're going to eat this and it's not the best for you, but your mind needs it more than your body, you know? Yeah, that is also true. It's something that, no, we didn't talk about it. I think I talked about it in my in my podcast at some point, um, that your brain doesn't uh, store energy. Yeah. So if you have to sit and watch at a computer what we've been, we had to do so so much these days, that takes up a lot of brain energy yeah and that's why you have to keep eating because your brain doesn't have this reserve where it can get right. its energy out of but your body does obviously yeah. so it, it kind of gets a disbalance yeah and i think sugar is really that quick fix that you need for that focus concentration to yeah yeah because your brain survives on carbohydrates and sugar is a simple easily digestible carb let's listen to another song i'm gonna have you uh, announce it because she loved it so much I have to announce the song. Oh, of course. A Spoonful of Sugar by Julie Andrews. Oh, Julie Andrews, my childhood sweetheart. Well, let's listen to her. You find the fun and snap. The job's a game. And every task you undertake becomes a piece of cake. A lark, a spree. It's very clear to see that a of sugar helps the medicine go down, the medicine go down, medicine go down. Just a spoonful of sugar helps the medicine go down in a most delightful way. A robin feathering his nest has very little time to rest while gathering his bits of twine and twig. Though quite intent in his pursuit, he has a merry tune to toot. He knows a song will move the job along. For a spoonful of sugar helps the medicine go down, the medicine go down, medicine go down. Just a spoonful of sugar helps the medicine go down in a most delightful way. A 
nectar from the flowers to the comb never tire of ever buzzing to and fro because they take a little nip from every flower that they sip and hence and hence they find they find their task is not a Spoonful of Sugar by Julie Andrews. Yes. This is we just played Julie Andrews. You know, talking about having a spoonful full of sugar to ease all your worries, and that. Uh, how does that fit in again with what we're talking about? Well, I mean, <laughs> she starts with like, if you don't like your work, <laughs> you know, no, just but that's, add a spoonful of sugar and it'll be fine. I guess that's the message. <laughs> but that's exactly what you were saying, right? Yeah. Like yeah. how sugar is just—it's the perfect quick fix. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it goes so well with caffeine. Yeah, I guess I don't know. I don't drink coffee, so I you don't drink coffee. No, I don't drink coffee. We're not like friends coffee. anymore. Well, we are. You cannot <laughs> live are. without me anymore. <laughs> I'm your sugar now. <laughs> uh, no, it, I guess it does. Well, I used to drink it in my tea. Obviously, that also have like has caffeine. Or yeah, whatever. Um, and then it's in the energy drinks. That's my guilty pleasure in life. But I do take them sugar-free tea as, as well. I don't drink yeah. sugar in my tea anymore. Because at some point I saw, because I drink a lot of tea, and then I just saw the sugar disappearing out of the cabinet. I'm like, hmm, this cannot be good. So I stopped doing that like 10 years ago. Um, but yeah, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's important to understand what your vices are and give in to them occasionally so that you don't exhaust yourself. Yeah. Were you not talking about this uh, disorder about uh, th th that had something to do with eating healthy? Yeah, so um, I got a bit about sugar addiction and if there's like treatments or whatever. Obviously, yeah. you can see a dietitian, yeah. Um, but apparently, and that goes obviously for the Netherlands because that's what I'm talking about now, wouldn't know about any other places. If you have an eating disorder, you can get treatment for that, which is covered by insurance. And yeah. a sugar addiction can be part of that because then you have um, BED, so a binge binge eating disorder. That's right, yeah. Yeah, which is basically bulimia without the throwing up. So yeah. you, you binge eat a lot and then you, you don't have the urge to throw up. So that's... A lot of people that deal with obesity have that, that yeah. eating disorder. Um, and then on the other hand, this is something that is very new. Uh, and I know about it because my little sister did some research about it. Um, it's orthorexia. So that means that you're getting obsessed with eating healthy. 
and that turns into an eating disorder which means that you only want to eat healthy foods you, you actually get scared of sugars and fats and carbs and you oh see that boy. these people only eat like things that are free of calories yeah. um, up to a point where it gets an obsession and it starts controlling your life right and i think that's uh, it's a new eating disorder i think it it, it really became an official eating di- disorder maybe a year or two or three ago so not that long and you can now also get treatment for that because we're also always focusing on the um yeah, can I say negative? I don't know. Like the the anorexia, it's very clear when somebody has an eating disorder yeah. or if somebody has obesitas because they have this binge eating urge or emotional problems. Yes. It's very clear. And with something like orthorexia, it's not that clear because these people are usually quite healthy, but it's controlling their lives up to a point where they personally cannot function anymore because yeah. you're so obsessed. So it affects their functioning, it affects their, their mind. It's a mental yeah. issue. And eventually it'll also it affect, affect their your eating. Yeah, yeah your eating yeah. And, and obviously your, your physical body because it's not healthy to not eat anything unhealthy, I guess. I mean, yeah, you need no, your sugars so you need your yeah. calories. Yeah. Uh, but that takes a long time and especially with our media these days, you know, if you're just eating everything that's healthy, you must be healthy. <laughs> um, but that's also not kind of the way it goes. So, no. Um, I mean, I liked reading about that in a way that I think it's also something to think about. You know, just going sugar-free and going full-on with that is not going to be the solution. No. So you have to be very aware of what you're doing. That's also what I, uh, why I like what Wendy said about her cheat days. Yes, yeah. I still have my cheat days. Even though I'm losing this weight and I'm trying to eat as much sugar-free as I can, I still have cheat days. And that's okay. That's fine. You're still human. You're allowed to eat sugar. Absolutely. You're I allowed to <coughs> eat fries. Regardless, just, regardless of what you're doing, you should remember that you're human. And and you're allowed to do whatever you want. And this is just a way to better yourself. Yeah. And you shouldn't turn that into some sort of obsessive drive or, you know, it should not come out mm. of fear. No, definitely not. No. And just especially if you are losing a lot of weight, just do it with an expert as well. Yes. Like go to your doctors, see, talk to them about. Also, if you have a sugar addiction, if you've noticed that, it's also smart to go to a doctor and talk with them about it because there's a lot that we can Google, yeah. but there's even more, I think, that we don't know. Yes. And I, that's really the danger that I see in these things to just cut out sugar instantly or do something that extreme. Um, I mean, it can work for you. You can do a lot of research, but it's always nice to have some advice and some insights of what's healthy for me because we all have different bodies as well right, right? Yeah. so what's healthy for you with your lifestyle how can you make it into a proper lifestyle and not just not a fad yeah go extreme and I think something like orthorexia is really it's a, it's a new age disease I think because <laughs> this is not something that people used to have to deal with both the the, the BED uh, as well as anorexia bulimia and, and now this orthorexia I think you have the full package of extremes in that ha. yeah but this one is really an information fueled extreme yeah it's it's one that could only exist in this age of you know easily available information yeah and it has a lot to do with media as well yeah exactly and our yeah. instagram avocado pictures and, you know <laughs> you have to prove that you're healthy these days like you have to prove that you're doing good with and your commentators diet. have to pick out what's wrong with it all the time yeah yeah absolutely yeah there's yeah. always this you know and this obsession with being correct yeah, definitely. Yeah. It doesn't matter what you're doing. Somebody's always going to comment underneath because they know better or you're not doing an actual good thing or yeah. whatever. Yeah. So you should pick on, on, on uh, something on your face or whatever. There's right. always something. So you should take all this talk of sugar with a grain of salt? Maybe. <laughs> or just two grains of sugar and one grain of salt. <laughs> Depends upon your taste, I guess. Balance it out. Balance it out. I think that's most important. Um, yeah, let's go into... Another song, and then uh, we're going to close it up with our cultural agenda. Yeah. And then 
the live stream after that. We're not done talking about this topic no, yet. No, I could talk about it all day. All right, so the next song uh, is one I really like. It's a diff- different kind of music. So it's Icon for Hire with Sugar and Spice.
welcome back here at Student Radio Maastricht. Um, I'm Katinka here with Sachit and we're talking about sugar addiction still. We're going to round it up now and uh, Sachit, I just want to thank you for your joke you just made it. I didn't get until we were halfway through the song. Well, as long as you got it. <laughs> I got it. I got there eventually. Sugar and spice and everything nice. Yeah, definitely. Uh, all right. Yeah, let's uh, let's wrap up, wrap up our talk first and then uh, we can have a look at the cultural agenda. I think um, I think we love sugar and we need to be careful for it. We need it. to be very yeah. careful. Yeah. And um, don't underestimate a sugar addiction. I think yeah. that's the main point. Be aware of what's going on. And there is a lot going on around sugar and, and how hidden it is in our yeah. foods, in our society, I think. Um, and yeah. at the same time, I would say have compassion for yourself. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and just know that it's it's also okay to eat a cookie. Yeah. Just, it's all, I mean, for me, it's always about balance. It's fine to have your sugar-filled days, um, but just know that there are healthy options as well. Try exactly, it out. Exactly, yeah. The, the true way forward is to find a healthy way in which you can be happy. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. My neighbors are filling up their... Uh, their outside swimming pool a little bit so I <laughs> don't know if you can hear that but they're definitely making the best out of the day I mean recording outdoors is second best to being in RTV studios I think so yeah I yeah. like recording outside um, yeah. I mean there are sounds but the world is still out there we've been inside enough for long enough for sure but I do miss our studio I hope we can go back yeah. quickly yeah. Are you uh, listening? <laughs> <laughs> if you listen, we want to get back into the studio. It's going to be soon, when, uh, whenever it's, uh, it's safe enough, I think. Don't know when, but we'll see. Let's go into um, our cultural agenda. Um, yeah, I want to start with Wendy. We heard a recording, uh, two recordings of her about her own journey of eating sugar-free, losing weight with that. And then, um, yeah, she made an Instagram about it. So that's at minder suikers, go for it. Um, yeah, so minder suikers is less sugar in Dutch. But you guys can check it out. She does post in Dutch, but there's a translate button on Instagram. So yeah, if you there's wanna, no excuse anymore. Yeah, no days. excuses. Only in the stories it's a bit more difficult, but she's also been posting uh, in English sometimes. So definitely check that out if you want some tips, some recipes, or just talk to her about her journey. Uh, and then we're going to have the live stream after uh, after our last song. We're going to be live on Facebook at 7 o'clock. Woohoo! Yeah, so we have two amazing guests. So um, Liz from the Liz community. You can find that at Liz underscore community on Instagram and on Facebook. Uh, she also started eating sugar-free, which has been a personal journey, and she is a coach, midlife coach, so she has a lot to uh, to tell us about that. And then Kirsten Huben is going to be there. She doesn't have a company or anything, but she did study here in Maastricht. So she did study here. She finished her Bachelor Gezondheidswetenschappen and a Master's Health Food Innovation at the University of Maastricht, so she definitely knows a lot about this topic, and um, we can ask all the questions to her. Looking forward. Yeah, definitely. She has a, a lot of real knowledge. We've, <laughs> we've just been Googling and uh, personal experiencing around <laughs> this episode, but she knows a lot, so she can definitely educate us. What else is going on in the city? Yeah, well, you know, that protest thing. The Black Lives Matter yes, protest. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Is that today? There's um, one today. There's one today, yeah, because we're recording on Monday. So yeah. there's one today. So, um, so this would have been in the past. Yeah. So our future is your uh, listen, our listeners' pasts. So it's life is confusing. I know it's it's getting confusing, especially time. Time's confusing these days. Yeah, Hans Zimmer and uh, Christopher Nolan had something right in Inception. 
Absolutely. Yeah, that's kind of how my life feels now. It's like a timeception thing going on. Uh, but yeah, so that protest is coming up, but we cannot say anything about it yet, even though it's in the past when you're listening. But there's another one um, on, I think that's Sunday, the 7th? The 7th, yeah. yeah so that's when another Black Lives Matter protest is going on. So if you're interested in that and you want to contribute to that, um, check it out on Facebook. There's an event. And uh, yeah, I just want to give a note of be safe with that yep. one for the protest but definitely your health because we're still in a pandemic so if you decide to go if you feel like you have to go definitely go contribute but also bring a face mask um, keep distance from the people there try to keep that meter and a half at least right um, and just be safe I'd also like to invite anybody from the larger master community to come forward and you know share their experiences with sugar we'd love to hear from you yep. and maybe speak to you in the future yeah, absolutely. And and I mean, now on this topic, but basically on anything we talk about, um, we just got some new members in our team. We had a meeting with them last week, so I'm very excited about them. You guys will definitely hear from them as well on the radio yeah. and in our live streams. And if you're interested in you know, making some content or getting to know the team or getting to know what you can do or maybe want to do for Student Radio Maastricht, or in whatever collaboration, just to shoot us a message. We're everywhere: Facebook, yep. Instagram, <laughs> radio, live stream. Just find us and uh, and have a chat because I think we love to expand our team even more. We'd be very happy. Yes. Yeah. Um, let me have a sneak peek. What else? Yeah, I'm giving workshops still. So every Thursday, I have workshop now on um, creating online an online platform, online content. So if I wanted to create another sugar addiction Instagram, I should watch that. Workshop? Definitely, definitely. Uh-huh. Or anything. It's basically about what if you just want to do something online. So that can either be for your business, uh, if you have a business idea that you want to start with, or if you just have some knowledge. You know, we all have a lot of knowledge and they see more people starting blogs and vlogs and stuff like that. Yeah. So it's really this is about, the time to do that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And that's what the workshops are also about. How do you do that? Who do you do that for? A uh, bit of a technical part. They're donation based, so you can just join for free and then um, see afterwards if there's anything you can pay and want to pay. Sounds so, wonderful. Yeah, so that's um, at Student Life Coaching with underscores on Instagram. That's where you can find me. And then the last exciting day we have this week. Uh, last but not the least, <laughs> it's going to be Rafa's birthday. Yes. Woohoo. Woohoo. Happy birthday, Rafa, in the future. That's still in the future when we're recording. So it's going to be his correct. birthday uh, this weekend. You guys are all not invited because it's a private <laughs> party. Um, but all we're I know very is that there's going to be that. a lot of slayer. Uh, yeah, definitely. Obviously, I think yeah. it's going to be yeah three days of Slayer. <laughs> He's going to be slayering around all weekend. So looking forward to that. So happy birthday, Ralpha, already. Um, yeah, and then uh, join us in our live stream. We're going to start in a few minutes after our last song, which I am very happy to announce. I think we should end with a bit of energy. Yeah. End this episode with energy and start our live stream with energy. So that's why I chose this song, Drum and Bass uh, from Pendulum, Blood Sugar.
Smeuriges? Smiddes? S'avonds? Gehoord van brand, maak ze dit! De ambachtelijke fleswaren van Gildeslager Brand. Dagelijks veers en van bekroende kwaliteit. Bruvocht de heerlijke salades, gildspecialiteiten en dagveerse maltijen. Dus gauw naar de klaven Simpelstraat in Maastricht. Voor een lekker stukje weers van. Brands, brands, brands. Wat slagerij brands maakt, dat smaak. Beste ouder, de huidige situatie vraagt veel van je. Om jou te helpen werkt het Nederlands Jeugdinstituut dagelijks aan betrouwbare informatie die jou en je gezin kunnen helpen. Kijk op www.nji.nl/coronavirus. Samen thuis blijven, spanningen voorkomen, thuisonderwijs, gezond blijven. Hoe doe je dat in deze tijd? Je vindt alle informatie en tips op www.nji.nl/coronavirus. Bij autobedrijf Ploemen in Meersen vertaalt onze liefde voor auto's zich al ruim 80 jaar in zorgzame service en vakmanschap. Natuurlijk hebben wij ook onze favorieten. Vandaar dat autobedrijf Ploemen gegroeid is tot de Volkswagen en Audi-specialist van de regio. Maar autoliefde kent geen grenzen, dus verwelkomen we ook elk ander merk voor onderhoud of reparatie. Welkom bij autobedrijf Ploemen aan de Ambierweg in Meersen. Like onze Facebookpagina en doe mee met leuke acties. Alleen samen krijgen we het coronavirus onder controle. Daarom blijven we zoveel mogelijk thuis en gaan we alleen naar buiten als het echt nodig is. We geven elkaar dan de ruimte in de supermarkt, op straat en onderweg. Want alleen samen kunnen we anderhalve meter afstand houden. We wassen vaker onze handen en we hoesten en niezen in onze ellebogen. Alleen samen krijgen we corona onder controle. U luistert naar RTV Maastricht. 87.5 op de kabel, 107.5 in de ether. Dit is Ewald van Liemt met het radionieuws. Rond dit tijdstip geven premier Rutte en minister De Jonge... weer een persconferentie over de coronamaatregelen. Het gaat dan naar verwacht vooral over de zomervakantie... en wat erin allemaal wel en niet mag. Gisteren werd al bekend dat Nederlanders vanaf vakantie kunnen gaan... naar de meest Europese landen... maar dat betekent niet dat ieder land ook zijn deuren voor ons opent. In het Verenigd Koninkrijk en Denemarken zijn toeristen voorlopig nog helemaal niet welkom.